0: On the Record, with White House correspondent April Ryan.
1: Um, it's an honor to sit in this room. We're talking about history with the producer, the director, and the star of the movie. I tell people, don't look for Cookie in this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cookie's not there. But, the, you know, I believe I mean, Anne and uh, Cookie would have been friends because they're both powerhouse women who don't take uh, no for an answer. Um, they believe in fighting for the people who don't have a voice, very family-oriented or- um so I, I think uh, there's some co- uh, uh, some common um, threads between these two women, but yeah, she's quite different than <laughs> Cookie. Yeah.
1: So also, what I want to ask you um, the fact-checking, because you know you talked about last night uh, when we were going listening to you in the panel discussion. You're talking about for times such as this how things have changed. Mm-hmm. How have you, the producer, director, and even you, you know? Um, try to work this out so that there's no question about the historical content
2: for me it was about being able to spend uh several years talking to Ann atwater before she passed away um and bill riddick who's still alive and the, the other family members and even howard clement i got to meet so for us it was about um just making this as real as possible so that we could you know the story could shine through
0: and you literally can fact check this movie by looking at the documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean literally there's he left no stone unturned. We didn't add anything, nothing was ho- Hollywoodized. It literally was it's like the watching the documentary almost in script form. The
1: dominant you know people when you say something that they haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. It's always that's not true, that's not true and I I posted some of the pictures uh video this morning and people were saying oh, like just like you were saying, what part isn't true. People don't believe Mm -hmm. that these kind of things happen, particularly, now that was 71, 1971. Mm -hmm. That was just a few years after we received many of our rights. Yes. The Civil Rights Act, the Voting
3: Rights Act. Uh, The thing is, people come, and uh, what what really happened was that C.P. Ellis got in front of a room full of people, including his fellow Klansmen, and ripped up his Klan card. That really happened. Why? Because this woman that named Ann Atwater, who is very well known as Rough House Annie, decided, understood that she had to find another way to reach him and did that to the point that he was able to denounce the Klan. That is a fact. Um, his, ancest- his ancestors are here and can tell you that happened. Uh, Ann Atwater's uh, daughter and granddaughter are here to tell you that happened. It's real.
1: So I'm going to ask you this, and, and I found this funny, but I was in shock. Everybody kind of jumped. Did Ann Atwater actually take the phone and slap the white congressman upside the back of the
2: head? Yes, he was a councilman, but yes. So, so there's a small documentary you should watch if you get a chance called "Unlikely Friendship." It's about 25, 30 minutes long. There's going to be a link on our website to it, I believe. And Ann talks about, and then she told me subsequently. Um, personally about these things. She did hit the guy. He, They were trying to get something they wanted. He got up to open the door and make him leave, and she hit him over the head with the phone. But she didn't
1: get charged for anything? No. She, they were her.
2: They were they she, she really would go up and turn the chairs around of the, of the councilman, because they all heartache. turn her. And she, she talks about having blocked doors, and people were so scared of her they wouldn't try to get out because they didn't want to touch her. She drew umbrellas on people. She pulled a pocket knife out one city council to go stab CPLs. And one of the councilmen had to come down and stop her. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm.
1: That's crazy. So, um, Taraji, um, have you been to the museum, the, the African American <laughs> history?
0: I was there briefly when we, uh, for hidden figures. Um, they, whenever, <laughs> when do I have the time? But, um, they, they 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 told me whenever I come home and I want to go, they will open it up for me or whatever. But, um, I just I haven't had the time, but the little bit I did see was just, just blew me away. So
1: did you see their two clan outfits?
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't see that the first time now see the first time I ever come close to a clan uh, display or uniform was in this film and so when you see Anne's response that's actually Taraji's visceral I've never seen it and the, I get goosebumps just thinking about it now it was chilling
1: and that's and that's because that it's a spoiler alert but that's what really got me with mm-hmm. and when I went to the museum they have a grand wizard uh costume or grandeur whatever they call them the red one mm-hmm. and then the white one mm-hmm. and it was almost like two magnets trying to repel me I couldn't stand in front of it because I had to come to terms with the hate mm-hmm. and I said how could she do that you actually put another spoil over it put the
0: hood on top of the mannequin. Uh, But to Robin's credit, I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was more effective than seeing the Klan do the thing we always see, hang a black person in the tree, or riding down, intimidating the black people by burning crosses. We've seen that in every movie you can think of, right? This was more effective because it made the audience recall that feeling. All of those ugly uh, visions from that time and what the, the, the fear that the Ku Klux Klan can instill, you saw it all on her face, which I think is more effective than actually seeing the acts.
2: The other reason it's effective, and and this was just I, it was lucky that I came into this, but you know it, the truth is when Ann heard that CP was going to bring his Klan material, she was. She was a hundred percent against and bill riddick had to had to uh, convince her to do it she did save that stuff from being ripped up and uh what's great in the movie is she, she the, the scene starts as her you know uh like being a mom almost she's like listen y'all this is what you're supposed to do all these darn kids and then all of a sudden there's the hood mm-hmm. and and you don't see it coming that's why it's also really effective yes
1: yeah. So you spoke to something um, very poignant. I follow you on, on Instagram, <laughs> and I saw you. And I'm, I, my family, my kids love you. We love you. Thank you. I've been watching you since you were screaming. He don't love me no
2: more. <laughs> I mean, you back in right? the, yes, yes, back in the day. <laughs> and then with
1: Benjamin Button, you know. So um, and from the area, you know, there's a pride. Mm-hmm. But I saw you sick in on the hospital gurney on Instagram you put that on Instagram Mm -hmm. and then you explained it last night you wanted to continue you had a a yearning to make sure this film
2: Mm -hmm.
1: came to fruition talk to me about that moment
0: well I take what I do as an artist very serious I think artists have a responsibility art changes the world and um art has certainly changed me and touched me and I mean different forms of art I went to the um Alexander McQueen display in. um uh the Met and I mean I I was transformed by this man It was haunting and the things that he did For amputees who knew we thought This was just a man in fashion and he's using His art to bring art to Someone who doesn't have a leg like What you know what I mean so I've been transformed by movies And as an artist that's our That's that's how we push humanity Forward you watch the Nina Simone Documentary she speaks upon it right And so I take what I do as an artist Very seriously and You know like I said I got this script When we started filming the pilot Danny Strong, one of the creators and producers Of Empire, gave me the script When we filmed the pilot for Empire And, you know, as it would go The show became a hit And our schedules, we couldn't, you know Conflicts Uh, After, I mean, very shortly After the 2016 election I saw the racial climate changing drastically I mean, even in my building it's not a lot of us living in my building And just little things started happening And I was like is this because of who's in office? <laughs> so I called Danny. I said, babe, we got to make this film now. And he was like, aren't you filming Proud Mary? I said, I don't care. I don't care. Work out the dates. This movie is needed and it's needed now. I will sacrifice my entire vacation. I'm almost died doing it. But yes. it was very important to me, near and dear to my heart. Um, like if we adults aren't working hard to leave the place in a better Place the condition then when we found it, what are we doing for our kids? What are we doing? Is this your
1: activism?
0: My art is my activism. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: And what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway from
3: the best Uh The takeaway is, um, you, you know, this one woman, one woman uh, from a poor town in the south, was able to change her community, her. The lives of her children and grandchildren and generations, and with this movie, uh, the hope is that other people, other people will maybe take it upon themselves too to try to listen to each other instead of just being roughhouse and maybe listening, listening with the heart. I have three daughters, and one of the reasons I really wanted to make this film is that I wanted them to know that you you have power within you and uh you know it's okay to go to go and you know don't be afraid and that's what ann does and and you know she left the legacy behind so there is hope
2: um i'll just i'm going to borrow from taraji uh and she's been talking about generational racism and hate and if you meet cp's children and his grandchildren, especially, and they were all there at Durham on Durham Tuesday night. They were lovely people. She stopped. She stopped a generational cycle of hate. That CPA learned from his father, who learned from his father, and she stopped it. And now there is all these kids, and then their grand or his grandchildren are having more kids, and and they don't feel that way. They are lovely people, and that's a big deal. And and Dom, you were talking about the trickle down effect. You know, if everybody starts doing that, can you imagine ten years from now, twenty years from now? You know, we can start building that. You know, so that's my takeaway.
1: So, Raji, you have a built in audience. Mm You have a built in audience Mm -hmm.
0: who are fans.
1: What would you say to those people who are Trump followers? People who are Klansmen? Hmm. How would you embrace them to say, come see the best of it? That's a tough one. It's a
0: tough one because, I mean, I don't think they're going to go see it, not unless they're curious. I mean, maybe they're curious and you know, might have a change of heart or someone who is questioning their position right now in these groups might go and see it. Honestly, I don't know what I would say. <laughs> because I mean, you know, um, they don't want to sit down and talk, so how do you get them to do it? Uh, we need a charrette I, mean, I don't know. A charrette. <laughs> with Oprah Winfrey as the moderator. <laughs>
3: Tomaji always talks about how the KKK, in a way, was like a, another gang. You know, right. people are looking to belong to something. And called on Jesus. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. I know. Yeah. Right? I know. It, it, it's a lot. Get- yeah, yes. that's a, that's a, it's a lot. Assume, yeah. um, uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think one of one of the things that happened to CP, you know, he wanted to be a leader in in a way, and, and, and he found it in the Klan. But when he changed his trajectory. He found a new life as a labor organizer, and that's that's got to feel so much better than you know going up and shooting up people's houses, which is what he did, you know, to white both white and black. If you didn't if you didn't uh, subscribe to my way of, of thinking, right. and that wasn't in his
0: heart, I think. He also came to the realization that the Ku Klux Klan were using him. Mm-hmm. No one no one helped him with his son before. His brothers didn't do it. This black woman did. And that's when he started to change. You know, so
3: come find what real, maybe look for real real love. love. Real love, maybe it's not weird. You're
0: where you right are <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a false sense of love this brotherhood you were in so come see what real love looks like maybe do will get them <laughs> yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> any last thoughts any because I'm because I'm being pulled out the last thing is
0: the movie is also
3: very entertaining this woman Taraji P. Henson gives yes, a performance of uh, a life I've seen it so many times and I still laugh and I enjoy I enjoy She's watching her uh, uh, so good so good and, and, and Sam is wonderful too yeah. their chemistry is just something to see
0: he's green mouth mm-hmm. like, he, he he's everything mm-hmm.
3: he's
1: ev- yes he is everything he's, he's everything. amazing and mm-hmm. he's an
0: amazing person in real life beautiful yeah. soul yeah, yeah. that's
1: great yeah I'm a big movie move any takeaways last uh, <laughs> thank you I can't say better than that. thank you for being my crew <laughs> Thank you. Go see the movie April 5th, The Best of Enemies, starring Taraji P. Henson. You will not regret it. It's an amazing story. With this week's On The Record, I'm AURN White House correspondent April Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe to On The Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review.
0: On The Record, a product of American Urban Radio
1: Networks.